Hey, this is Kevin Weatherby at Save the Cowboy. I want you to tow that stirrup, throw a leg over the kennel, take a deep seat, and pull your hat down tight. I ain't gonna tolerate no whining or griping, so let's all strike a long trot down that narrow trail and learn how to ride with God. Come on! What you waiting on? Let's go. Whenever I lived in Texas and I was just kind of a younger pup, whenever, you know, breaking horses was fun and, you know, horses that buck was fun, uh, I, I had this, this colt that I was riding for a county commissioner and, and this horse uh, was doing really good, never offered to pitch and, and just was coming along really nicely except for one horrible, horrible habit that it had. And I'm sure, you know, all, all you horse trainers are going to start diagnosing whenever I say, and don't, don't diagnose, just listen, okay? And th- this horse had a horrible habit of throwing its head. And I was just in a little hackamore, so there was nothing, there was no skin missing, nothing like that. It was just kind of a nervous habit. It kind of did it naturally, had a nice little walk that, you know, that the, the cowboys like. I call it a cowboy walk, just had some energy in it, same way with trotting. And, but he would just sit there and just throw his head. Well, then that hackamore kind of get to bouncing, and then he'd really throw his head. And so it, it just got to irritate me. And, and one day, nothing was going wrong, but you know how sometimes something happens, and you just get irritated. You, you just get irritated. And, and this head bobbing deal, you know, is like that's all I could focus on. The horse is traveling nice. This horse has like five or six rides on it, and we're loping circles. You would think that I'd be on top of the world, but no, this head bobbing deal and head throwing deal was just getting on my everlast nerve. And so I remembered something that I had heard from my mentor one time. He said that one time if, 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 if a horse was throwing its head, that, that you could do an easy trick to fix that. And so as I'm riding along, I am reminded of this easy trick, and all of a sudden, my mood lifted. I didn't feel irritated anymore, and I rode over to the gate, and I got off that, that colt, and I opened it up, and we went to the saddle house. And so, anyway, I got this nut, and, and I tied it to one end of the string, and I took the other end of the string, and I tied it to the head stall right between that horse's ears where that big old nut would lay right in between that horse's eyes so that whenever he got out there and he started bobbing his head, that old nut would hit him right between the eyes and it wouldn't feel good and he'd stop. Man, I was on cloud nine because, I mean, I was feeling all sorts of irritated and I remembered this old cowboy trick. And so I went and I got on this horse just, my grin was just big. I mean, if Ray Hunt was watching, he was going to extol my cowboy virtues of how witty I was and how easily I had fixed this bad problem. And so I got on this old horse, and he's kind of looking a little cross-eyed because he didn't know what that thing was between his eyes. But anyway, we started riding off, and just sure enough, here he goes. He kind of bobbed his head, and then he threw his head up because something spooked him. I don't know what it was. And that nut made a big old loop like this, and then it came screaming down. I'll tell you what happened in a little while. There are two reasons why we do anything. I mean, if you really want to boil it down to every decision that we make comes down to two reasons. The first reason is, is that we do things because it's easy or or because it makes us 
feel good. One, I mean, th those two things are, are nearly synonymous. We're, we're approached with something and we think, oh, well, that seems scary, so I'm not going to do it. Or, oh, that sounds like a great idea, so I'm going to do it. It's usually based upon how we feel. What we do, one of the two ways that we make nearly every decision is, is it easy or do we like it or does it feel good? That's one reason that we do stuff. The other reason that we do something is because it's right. Now, now, the bad part is these two things don't always line up. Because what's easy and or feels good isn't always what is right. I mean, you know, if this was an X-rated service, we could go on and on and on about those two things. But think about that. When, whenever we, the things that are easy aren't always right, and the things that are right aren't always easy. You know, we want to lay in bed tomorrow morning because tomorrow's Monday and nobody wants to get up for work on Monday morning after the weekend and you just lay there thinking, oh, I don't want to get up, I just want to lay here. Because that's easy, but is that right? No. Because if you don't get up and go to work, you're going to be fired, right? Or you're going to get in trouble. So, so there's a lot of things that we want to do that's easy that may not be right. Or how about this? We're nearly into the time of... of uh, New Year's resolutions. You know those promises that nobody ever keeps that we make? I don't know why they're called resolutions. It should be, a, my New Year's false promise to myself is going to be, because nobody ever does it. You know, I mean, very, very few people do. But, you know, every, one of the best New Year's resolutions is I'm going to get in shape. You know, I'm going to get in shape. And then 5 o'clock in the morning when you're supposed to go to the gym, you know, that, that may be right to get better, but it's not easy. So, so these things are always in conflict with each other. What's easy, or maybe what feels good, and what is right. Most often these things don't line up. And most of the time, don't we choose what's easy? Based upon how we feel at the moment. If we like it, we do it. If we don't like it, we don't do it. Um, but, you know, how... Very few times do, we may do what's easy instead of right. Sometimes we may do what's right instead of easy. But very seldom do we ever do what's not easy and not right. Okay, we, we don't usually do that part right there. But here's the thing. The easiest way is usually based upon how we feel. Feelings always point you to the easiest route possible. I mean, you think, oh, you know, what am I feeling right now? You know, um, when you're irritated, man, if something goes wrong and you're irritated, you tend to, to spout off because you're irritated right then. You say things that you probably normally would not say because you're irritated. Well, that's easy, but that doesn't mean that it's right. Just because you're irritated doesn't mean that you have the right to talk to people however you want to. Or how about this? Well, I, I don't feel like doing it, so I'm just not going to do it. Well, we do stuff like that all the time. However we're feeling at the moment is, is what we base our decisions on. Well, I'm mad at you, so I'm going to yell. Well, I've had a hard day, so I'm just going to run off at the mouth and say whatever I want to. Boy, that's easy. That's real easy to treat other people the way you're feeling at the moment. You know, uh, how about this? I'm tired and I'm not going to do it. How many times do we use that excuse? Well, I'm just too tired. I'm just too tired. No, you're not. I mean, very, very seldom are we too tired to do the right thing. I'm unsure, so I'm not going to do anything. 
man, I've been guilty of that. I don't know what to do, so I'm just not going to do anything. Well, that, that may not be right. Following feelings. Listen to me. Following feelings will never bring meaning to your life. When you run your life based upon how you feel, the exact opposite usually happens. Think about this. Man, you're, you're driving down the road and, and you're mad and you have to slam on your brakes. People are acting like idiots. And then your, your kid from the back seat uh, you know, spills a cup or, 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 or says something and you turn around and you snap at them because that's easy. But then later, you feel bad about it, about the way you treated somebody. See, when we, no matter how we act, when we base it off of our feelings, it's a temporarily it feels good. It's a release or, or whatever that is. But later, nearly all the time, we end up regretting that decision. The satisfaction that we get from the easy way is very temporary and most of the time leaves us feeling the exact opposite of what we thought we would do. There was another time that I had a colt and, and I came up to a, a, a wire gate and I got off and I opened up this wire gate and, and I tried to get this colt to come through and it wouldn't come through and I was like, you know, smooching to it and everything. I even got it out there and run a couple of circles and he was not going to come through this gate. And finally, I was like, come on, come on. And I started kind of yanking on him because you start getting mad and, you know, you start following your feelings. And finally, I yanked on him hard. And I don't know what got into him, but I was standing right in front of him yanking on a halter. I didn't ever say I was the brightest crayon in the box. That thing took about, gathered himself up and jumped and hit me right here with his head. The only thing that kept me from staying down was the fact that I was still holding on to the to the Makate, and whenever it went past me, it pulled me back up, and I'm not proud of this, but whenever I pulled his head around, I hit that horse as hard as I could. Never do that. That's the most stupid thing you'll ever do in your life because the horse was like, what? It didn't even flinch, and I broke my hand. But that's what happens when we follow our feelings. Whenever we, we do stupid stuff, and we do stuff that we know is not right when we follow our feelings. But what if we did it right? What if we did things the right way instead of the easy way? What if we did things the right way instead of what we just think will make us feel good in that exact moment? What would happen? See, they give awards for doing things the right way. They give awards. You know, they don't ever give an award, well, we're going to get over the company together and this person just spouts off at the mouth every time that they are feeling having a bad day. We're going to give them an award for it. No, they don't do that. But they give awards for people that go to work for 40 years without missing a day. They give you a cheap gold watch. It's great. They give awards for, for, for doing the right thing, not the easy, easy thing. Doing what is right, you know what else it does? It inspires. You know, no, no, nobody is ever inspired by, man, that's just the moodiest son of a gun I've ever met in my life. They're always complaining and mad and treating people like crap. I want to be just like that. Nobody ever says that. But yet, most of us at some time or another, we just follow our feelings every single day. Our feelings determine the way we say things and the way we do things every single day. And we do what we want to do and how we feel instead of doing what is right. But when we do what's right, you know what else it does? It leaves a legacy. It leaves a legacy. 
when you get up every single day and you say, you know what, it doesn't matter how I feel, I'm going to do things the right way, not the easy way. Doing what right, doing what is right, fills us with purpose. It fills us with purpose. And doing what is right gives us a healthy self-esteem. See, what happens is that usually whenever we do things the way we feel, and then usually we think it'll make us happy, and then we turn around and it does the complete opposite thing, but yet we keep doing that more and more, and it's just a downward spiral over and over and over. Doing the easy thing will never get you where you want to be. It will never make you into the cowboy or cowgirl that you want to be. Doing what is easy and basing everything off of what you feel is never going to fill you with purpose. It's not going to leave a legacy, and you're not going to get an award for being wishy-washy all the, all the time. But here's something that's crazy. You may, where's, where are you going with this? Because, see, our lives don't like to be hard. Okay, We don't like that ambiguity. We don't like the struggle. Most of the time, we stay away from struggle. So whenever we are presented with two options of doing it the easy way or the right way, we don't like to have to constantly make that decision. It, it, it kind of wrecks ourselves, and it, and it gets us all in a, in a stressed-out situation. We hate struggling, fretting, and trying to decide, are we going to do it the easy way? Are we going to do it the hard way? And it is in this moment right here, at this very moment, when you want to do the right thing, but, but you'd rather do the easy thing, and you're struggling with that, that's whenever the devil comes in and gives us a little twist. That's when the devil comes in and says, hey, man, hang on a second. How about this right here? How about this right here? The devil whispers in our ear and starts to convince us that what is easy is the right thing. That's what the devil will do. He'll say, hey, man, you, there, there's no reason for you to, to stress out and struggle about all this because the right way is the easy way. You don't have to worry about it anymore. Let's just change the definition of what is right to what you like it to be, and then all your problems are solved. And we're like, yes, this is a great idea. If I feel this way, then it is right. Why didn't I think of this before? And now we go through life defending ourselves. Now we go through life and everything is good. If you feel it, it must be right. So how dare a preacher or somebody else tell us that that's not the right way to do things? How dare they? Now, now we're walking through life and, I mean, they're writing books and the angels are singing because now we can do whatever we want to do and that's the right way and how dare anybody say anything any different. I mean, my gosh, now, now we got Skittles being delivered on unicorns by Sam Elliott himself because life is just grand. Whatever you want to do is the right thing. Our society today is... Full of it. How dare you tell somebody what is right and what is wrong? Because whatever they want to do must be right. 
And that's how everybody lives their lives. Now we can sleep in on Monday because our job has been treating us like dirt and don't we deserve a day off. Now we don't have to worry about not uh, about calling in sick because we deserve it. Now everything that we ever wanted is now justified because if we feel that way, then we are right. We're not going to get up at 5 a.m. to better ourselves. Because if you don't like me just the way I am, it's your loss. Don't we say that all the time? How about this one right here? I did. This is one of my pet peeves. Well, if you can't take me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. How about you just don't act like an idiot? How about that? I'm not going to read my Bible because I don't understand it anyway. And if I don't understand it, then it ain't right. And if I don't know what's right, then I can just do whatever I want to because that's right anyway. This is just a vicious cycle that we enter into because somehow the devil has convinced us. And he don't tell you it's the devil telling you that. He just says, man, if it's easy, it's right. So go do whatever you want to do. And now we, don't, we wonder why depression is rampant in our society. We wonder why everybody walks around trying to please everybody else and, and doing more and more to try to please themselves. They, they act on their feelings, which has the exact opposite effect. So now they're feeling bad, so they try to do more that makes them feel good, and they don't do anything but dig themselves a hole over and over and over because what we feel is right. It's what the devil's convinced us of. But the longer you do the easy thing, it becomes your way to do everything. You don't even have to think about it anymore. You just do whatever you think, and how dare anybody say anything bad about it. And the devil will convince you that your way is the right way. And anything contrary to your way is wrong. Because your way is right. In other words, listen to me. In other words, what we're saying when we act upon our feelings and we think that if it feels good to us, if it's easy, then it must be right. If that's the case, then we think that God must think just like we do. There, there, there's an old saying that... <clears throat> There's an old saying that goes something like this. You have successfully created God in your own image when God thinks, acts, and believes just like you do. Think about that. You have successfully created God in your own image when God thinks, acts, and believes just like you do. God doesn't have a problem with anything that you do because everything you do is based upon how you feel and what makes you feel good, and therefore it must be right. And God loves me just the way I am. That's the lie that we've told ourselves. Now, God does love you, but that don't mean he likes what you do. And in Galatians chapter 5, Galatians chapter 5, starting in verse 16, Paul talks about this struggle between what is easy and what is right. Listen as he says, 
So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not be gratifying your flesh. Now what is the Spirit? The Spirit is the way God wants you to do things. The Holy Spirit leading you to do the right thing, not the easy thing. He says, so I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. Did you, I, mean, there, I, I don't know how else to tell y'all. People say, well, I don't understand what the Bible says. Let me see if this makes sense. You are not to do whatever you want. I know that seems difficult to understand. I don't know how more plain the Bible can speak when it says right here, you are not to do whatever you want. So if you want it, that does not make it right. If you feel that way, even if you feel that way passionately, that does not make it right according to God. And yet we've lived our entire lives like this. We go through life doing whatever we want to do and, and making it right, saying that it's right. But if you, in verse 18, but if you are led by the Spirit, you were not under the law. And you know what the law was for? You know what the law was for? Was to show you just how much you needed Christ. As a matter of fact, the law was meant to condemn us. To show us that we could not do it right. Jesus, on the other hand, came and he said, I have not come to condemn the world, but to save it. So if you are constantly feeling condemned, it's probably because you're under the law because you are living your life however you want to live it. And you can't do that, folks. I don't know how much clearer I can say this. Just because you think it's right doesn't make it right. The only thing that makes it right is according to God's word. That's it. If you do anything contrary, you're doing it for your own self. And we've got an epidemic of people doing whatever they want to do. We've got Christians out there living lives however they want to live, and it's not right. Just because you want to do it that way doesn't make it right. I mean, all I want to do is go out there and rope and ride. But that doesn't mean I've got other obligations that aren't easy. Twisted two pieces of hay string, put a one-inch nut on one end and tied the other end to the headstall right between that horse's ears, got on. We didn't make five feet and it threw its head and up went that nut and down it came. And when it hit him between the eyes, his head never stopped going down. That son of a gun bucked me off harder than I've ever been bucked off before. It yard-darted me and scorpioned me and then stepped on me on the way by for good measure. So I went to Ralph and I said, well, I thought you said that was an easy method. He said, I said it was easy. I never said it was a good idea. Just because something is easy and you want a shortcut does not mean that it's right. It does not mean that it's right. Because see, here's the moral of the story. The easy way will get you thrown 
and stepped on. And I know some of you are hurting. That you've been living your lives according to your feelings. You've been living your lives the way you want to live it. You want to follow God the way you want to follow God, not the way God says to follow Him. The easy way is our flesh. And it will get you crazy. Stepped on. Beat up. And the right way can only, only come from God. And it will grant us purpose. It will leave a legacy. It will produce abundance in our lives. And you'll live forever with no pain and no sorry, no sorrow. That's what it's like to follow God. Not to go your own way and expect God to tag along behind you. I told you that this was a clinic. I hadn't just been up here to tell you a funny cowboy story or anything like that. I'm going to send you home with homework. Okay? Here's the homework. I want you to pay attention this week to just how many times a day you make decisions on what is easy or what you feel like instead of what is right. I hope you have the most stressful week you've ever had that it's bothering you of just how often we do what is easy instead of right. Go home this week. Be cognizant of it. Now, I said you be cognizant of you. I didn't say to point out when your husband or your wife every time they do it, okay? You worry about you this week. Okay, that might be the hardest struggle there is. But you worry about you this week. And then I want you to come back next week. And we'll talk about what are the things that are feelings and what are the things that are faith.